You're listening to the Take Imperfect Action Podcast, and today I'm going to talk about what to do when something fails. Nosedives, tanks, flops like a pancake on a plate. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Take Imperfect Action Podcast. My name's Allison and I've been running my own businesses full-time for the last 10 years, which has allowed me to up-level my life, my finances, and my mindset, and it all happened by taking imperfect action. My goal with this podcast is to help you step outside of your comfort zone by giving you specific action steps that you can take that'll grow your online business and positively impact your life. I love giving you the steps, the strategies, and the kick in the pants that you need to get growing in the right direction. So if you're looking to leave your perfectionism at the door in order to make a much bigger impact, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for being here. Now let the fun begin. Ah, yes, we've all had those moments where we did something and it was a major moment. You know what I'm talking about, the sad trombone. Maybe you launched a course and it was crickets or did a Facebook Live and no one watched or hosted a webinar and no one bought. I mean, I know that I have had plenty of those moments. And if you're an entrepreneur and you are actually taking action and doing things, which I hope you are since this podcast is all about taking imperfect action, then you are inevitably going to experience some lackluster, sad trombone moments. It is just a part of the magic that is the learning process. However, your reaction when something quote unquote fails is really dang important and will determine if you ultimately succeed or not at whatever it is that you're trying to do. There are certain steps that you need to take in order to turn those failures, and I'm using the air quotes, to turn those failures into moments that'll grow your business and catapult you forward. And those steps are exactly what we're going to be talking about today so that you can turn those failures into things that are actually going to grow your business, make you a better entrepreneur, get you better results. And in fact, there are five specific specific, five specific steps, five specific steps that you need to take when something fails. But before we dive in, I wanted to let you know about something brand new and free that I just created that I think you're going to find super helpful. It's the online business roadmap. It is a literal checklist of all the steps that you need to take in order to start and grow an online business that's fueled by passive income from your digital products. And not only is it all of the steps, I mean, it's like 14 or 15 or something pages long, it's all of the steps in the right order because yes, the order in which you do things is really important. Y'all, I created this because it's what I wish I had way back when I first started. So if your goal is to have an online business that runs on passive income from the awesome digital products that you create, then you need to grab this free roadmap. 
I cut the fluff and I give you only the most important steps that you actually need to take because trust me, there's a lot of steps that you don't need to take that waste a lot of time. So this handy roadmap will guide you on exactly what you need to do and focus on first and next. You can grab it for free on my website, wonderlast.com forward slash roadmap. Again, just go to wonderlast.com forward slash roadmap, or I will also link to it below in the show notes. And wonderlast is spelled W-O-N-D-E-R-L-A-S-S dot com a forward slash a roadmap. Okay, so now let's talk about the five steps that you need to take when something fails so that you can turn that failure into something fabulous. Step number one, don't make it mean anything. I'm talking about saying and thinking things like, well, I guess that means I suck or well, it failed. So I guess that means I'm not meant to do this or Oh, well, it failed. I guess that means people don't like me. No, it doesn't mean anything about you. This is really important. And this is a super powerful mindset shift that I recently did an entire episode on because it's so important. So I won't go into major detail here. It's episode number 25, which I will link to in the show notes below. If you haven't listened to that one yet, be sure to give it a listen stat after you listen to this episode. But learning to detach from the results that you get or in this case, don't get in your business will allow you to approach it from a much more proactive angle. And it's also going to make you feel a bazillion times better. So the first step when something doesn't go the way you had hoped is to not make it mean anything because it doesn't, it doesn't mean jack squat. Go listen to episode number 25. Step number two to turning that failure into something that is fabulous is realize it's not a failure. It's a learning opportunity. You've probably heard me say this before, unless this is the first piece of content that you've ingested from me, because I sound like a broken record on this one, but this one is huge. There are no such thing as failures. There are only learning opportunities. And that is why anytime I talk about failure, I always do the air quotes because there is no such thing as failures. There are only learning opportunities. My business coach used to say that with everything you do, you will either get the result that you want or the lesson that you need. Tattoo that on your forehead. You will either get the result that you want or the lesson that you need. I literally repeat this to myself all the time. Anytime I'm trying something that's not seeming to work. So if you didn't get the desired result, that means there's a valuable lesson in there to help you get the desired results. So start getting excited about all of those failures because they contain juicy golden nuggets that you can use to grow and get even better. I know it might not feel easy at first, but trust me, it'll make you feel loads better. You just gotta start doing it. Sometimes when something doesn't go how I want, I'll be tempted to feel really disgruntled, disgruntled and rah, but as soon as I start catching myself feeling that way, 
way, I'll instantly start like kind of just pumping myself up and being like, yes, oh yeah, it didn't go the way I wanted. I'm so excited. There's a juicy nugget in here, a valuable lesson. I can't wait. Mm. And I literally will pump myself up to get myself thinking in the right mindset. So you might try that, you know, you might feel a little crazy, but it totally works. So realize that there is a golden nugget in there that is gonna make you get even better, which leads me to step number three to take after something fails is to get curious and analyze everything. Now that you're in the right mindset, you need to break down the thing that quote unquote failed and look at it piece by piece. I like to literally sit down with a piece of paper and just write down any and all moving pieces. So for example, if it was a promotion that didn't work so well, failed, then I will write down everything I did for that promotion and analyze each thing. What worked? What didn't work? What did I do? What didn't I do? Because sometimes lots of pieces might have actually worked great and there was just one piece in particular that caused the breakdown. Can you pinpoint the breakdown? Or if you did a Facebook Live and no one attended, analyze the shiz out of that. Did you promote your Facebook Live? Did you promote that you were gonna go live in advance? Well, how far in advance did you promote it? To whom did you promote it? Did you promote it just once on your Facebook page, which likely not many people saw, if anyone? Or did you also promote to your entire email list and on social media multiple times? What time did you go live? Was that an ideal time for your ideal customer? Was the topic of something, the whatever you talked about on your Facebook Live, something that they actually cared about? Did you also clearly communicate the benefit of why they should attend and listen? This is what I am talking about. Get curious and ask all the questions. Try and pinpoint what worked, if anything, and what didn't. Where is the breakdown? For example, I did this with my first major flop of a course launch. I've shared this example before, but it's just a really good example of the importance of analyzing things. So I'll try and to explain it really quickly what happened, but basically I got really excited about launching my first paid course, spent months on it, and I launched it to my entire email list. At the time there was about, I wanna say 8,000 people on it, and it was not, very, it was anticlimactic to, anticlimactic to say the least. I made one sale, $179. So I had built it up, I was so excited. And then basically I hit send and it was just a wah, wah, wah moment, only had one sale. And so after a few hours of throwing myself a pity party, I got curious, I analyzed it, tried to find the breakdown. Ultimately, I discovered that the biggest breakdown was just the fact that I had no planning. Uh, I had done no planning when it came to actually doing the launch. I didn't really do anything strategically. I didn't have any sort of buildup or runway. I didn't prep my audience at all. I didn't have multiple emails. Like my launch was pretty much just sending one 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 off email and that was it. So for me, that was the breakdown. And so I took all of that, I analyzed it, and then I completely just redid everything, planned out a launch in advance, relaunched it three months later and made $10,000. So <laughs> that is just one small example, but get curious, ask 
questions, try and pinpoint the breakdown. And also if it is something like a promotion where there are numbers involved, like conversion rates of any kind, you need to actually look at the numbers because sometimes what you think is a quote unquote failure might not actually be a failure. For example, let's say you do a webinar and 100 people attend, and out of those 100 people, let's say five people buy your thing at the very end. Well, you might be like, oh my gosh, only five people bought, I'm such a failure, it sucks. But when you actually look at the numbers, out of 100 people, five people bought, that's 5%. And the industry standard for sales is anywhere from two to 10%. So you're well within the healthy range. So that's actually a really good result. So you also need to be very objective and look at the numbers of whatever it is that you're, 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 turn, you're saying is a failure because it might not be a failure when you actually look at the numbers. So get curious, ask all the questions, look at the numbers, put that mad scientist cap on. Step number four to take after something fails is to get direct feedback from the right people. Oh my, this is so important. I know I say this after like every step on every episode. <laughs> I just have so many important steps I need you to take, but this one is so important. They're all important, but one of the best ways to learn and grow faster is to get direct feedback from the people who are relevant to whatever failed. So like asking for feedback on why no one bought your thing from your friend is not gonna be as helpful as asking for feedback from your ideal customer, who the thing is for. Unless, of course, your friend is your ideal customer, then ask away. So make sure that you are asking the right people for feedback, but getting feedback is invaluable and it takes out so much of the guesswork. For example, if you launched a digital product and no one bought, Get direct feedback from your ideal customers. Ask them why. I know it might feel a little uncomfortable and scary to be like, hey, would you mind sharing why you didn't buy? But wouldn't you rather just get the answer directly from the source instead of having to guess, well, maybe they don't want it, or maybe it was the sales page, or maybe it was the wording, or maybe it was the price. Go directly to the source and they will tell you, and then you won't have to guess. And this is so valuable. I do this after every single type of promotion. I do it after every single sales funnel, whether it's a live promotion or an evergreen promotion. I will send out a survey and just simply ask people, hey, I noticed you didn't buy, which is totally cool by the way, because it is. But in order to help me help you better, would you mind clicking on whichever applies to you as why you didn't buy. That was really clumsy wording. It was, it's worded better in the email, <laughs> but it's something to that effect. And then I literally give them about four or five options to choose from as to why they didn't buy. So that way I can know why, why it is they're not buying. And then if it's something that I'm getting a lot, I can tweak it accordingly. So make it a habit when something's not working, get direct feedback from people. People have eyeballs that are not yours that are gonna see things that you're not seeing. Plus you are not also your customer in every case. So it's really important to actually talk to them. So get direct feedback, start asking questions a lot. And then step number five to take after something fails is to tweak it and repeat it. 
This might not apply to everything, but for the most part, it will. Tweak it and repeat it, baby. Once you have gotten curious and you've analyzed what worked and what didn't, you've pinpointed the breakdown and have gotten direct feedback from the right people, now it is time to tweak the thing accordingly and to repeat. Try that Facebook Live again. Promote that product again. Do that webinar again. Do it again and again and again until whatever it is that you are trying to do goes swimmingly, which reminds me, you should go listen to episode, I think it's episode number 11. Yeah, episode number 11, because I talk about one monthly habit that'll get you better business results. And it has to do a little bit with what we are talking about right now, uh, looking at what's working and what's not working, but this particular habit will allow you to get better results in your business way faster. So be sure to give that a listen when you're done with this episode and also episode number 25. So <laughs> tweak according to the feedback that you got, tweak according to what you analyzed, what was working, what was not working. Maybe you just skipped some steps that maybe there's things that you didn't do. Tweak it and repeat it. The momentum comes from repeating. Whew, okay, are we ready for a quickie recap? Here are the five steps that you need to take when something fails in order to turn that failure into something fabulous. Step number one, don't make it mean anything because it doesn't. Step number two, realize it's not a failure. It's a fabulous learning opportunity. Step number three, get curious and analyze the shiz out of everything. Step number four, get direct feedback from the right people. And then step number five, tweak it and repeat it. Uh, all right, it is that magical time. It is time to take action. I'm out of control today. I'm just in a singing mood. Okay, it's time to take action. I've got two action steps that I want you to take today and you can do them in uh, 15 minutes-ish. So what I want you to do, step number one, if there's anything currently not working well in your business, or if you've recently experienced a, a failure, I want you to sit down with a piece of paper and get curious. Put on that mad scientist cap and analyze all the parts and ask all the questions. Try and pinpoint the breakdown. Then step number two, I want you to write down at least five tweaks or things that you can do differently to improve improve based on all the things that you wrote down, all of your analyzing, write down five tweaks that you could make to do it differently. Get creative. You don't actually have to do them, but try and just get your mind working. Get those wheels turning. Get the creative troubleshooting juices flowing. And you'll probably end up wanting to actually implement and do those tweaks. That's usually what happens to me. Now, if you want bonus points, go ahead and actually make those tweaks sometime in the next few days. Actually do them, implement them, get them done. And that is it for today. I hope you found this episode helpful. And if you did find this episode helpful, or maybe my podcast in general, then you should spread the love and share it with a friend. You never know who might need it. Plus, I wholeheartedly appreciate the shares. Getting my podcast in front of more people is what helps me to keep showing up and putting out free episodes for you. So if you like it, share it. And remember, remember this, the golden takeaway from today's episode. You're always either gonna get the result that you want or the lesson that you need, write it down, tattoo it on your arm, tattoo it on your chest, tattoo it on your buttocks. 
Okay, that was uncalled for. I don't know. I don't know. I'm in a silly mood today, so we probably better just, we should just end this episode. But either way, you got this. Also, don't forget to grab your free online business roadmap if you haven't done so already. I'll link to it below, or you can grab it at wonderlast.com forward slash roadmap, but it's going to save you a lot of time and struggle when it comes to growing your online business and focusing on the right thing. So go and grab it. Have a beautiful day you wondrous human being, and I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode, then I would really appreciate you letting me know by taking a second to leave me a review on iTunes because your reviews helps my podcast get seen by more people, which allows me to keep the good stuff coming. And if you aren't already following me on social media, then you can get extra tips and inspiration over on Instagram by searching at Wonderlast or by visiting my website, wonderlast.com. You are freaking awesome, and I am so excited to connect with you more in the next episode. In the meantime, go forth and kick some butt.